From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Here's your Kansas City Chiefs news for the day. I am Chris Clark from Chiefs Digest. That's where you can find me. Kansas City decides they're going to stay pat at the trade deadline. They did not make a move for a player, so they're not bringing anybody in. Uh, There were rumors that they were interested in maybe getting Le'Veon Bell late in the process, which is a little surprising, but trying to add a little bit of an offensive playmaker makes sense. Uh, Bell would have been a cheap addition. What this means for Kansas City moving forward, obviously the roster isn't changing the rest of this year. This is the team that they started the season with, and this is the team that they'll end the season with, unless somebody is released and they can pick them up on waivers. At this point, not really much else to say on that. Uh, you, you look at different players, uh, there wasn't really that much action at the trade deadline. The only player that went today was Aqib Tlaib from the Rams to the Dolphins, which is a little bit of a surprising move, but it really amounts to a salary dump. So not overly surprising in that sense for the Dolphins. They get a fifth round pick basically for uh, taking on the salary for Tlaib for this year and the Rams free up some salary cap space. Kansas City moving forward, they have a lot to work on on the defensive side of the ball. They have to figure things out. Uh, we obviously saw that they have holes at linebacker when it comes to covering running backs out of the backfield. Maybe they change things up and they shift their scheme to where they're not going to be covering those guys with linebackers anymore. We'll have to see how that works out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, offensively, you're at a point where you're going to be getting healthy the rest of the season. Uh, you should be hopefully getting healthy the rest of the season. This season. I understand injuries happen. Eric Fisher's out. LDT is out. Uh, at this point, we don't have practice reports, uh, and they weren't practicing on Tuesday. So we will find out more tomorrow as to who is going to be able to be available for the Vikings game. Uh, you still have Andrew Wiley out. So there's four people on your offensive line and offensive starters with Patrick Mahomes. They're out at this point, and that's a big chunk of your offense. Uh, and they've still been performing well. They scored 24 points against the Green Bay Packers with a backup quarterback. So a lot to be positive for on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, like I said, there's still questions. You're going to have questions going throughout the rest of the season. Is there a trade that could have been made to bring in a player that really could help them this year? There were several players out there. It sounded like that were that teams were willing to trade, uh, but it sounds also like the asking prices were very, very high. Uh, you know, you look at a player like Chris Harris in Denver, is that an upgrade over the corners they have? Yeah, probably. But is, are they going to be trading him in division? No, more than likely not. So that takes that out. Darius Slay was going to cost a lot to get from Detroit. While it may have been a good move for Kansas City to go out and get a corner and add a corner of this uh, before the trade deadline, we don't know what teams were asking. We don't know what Detroit would have been asking for Slay. Patrick Peterson wasn't available. So it sounds like the options were really limited. Uh, when you start looking at, you know, the other players that have been moved prior to today, you know, Leonard Williams for a third and a fifth, that seems awfully steep for a guy that hasn't had a good career to this point. A uh, lot of ring, name recognition there, but at this point in time, he has not really, he has not lived up to the hype. And it's really hard to feel like you should be able to give up a third round pick in the future and a fifth round pick in the future for a guy like that uh, and take on a salary as well. So that's a big part of it. For Kansas City, uh, they have salary cap space, which they're going to be able to roll over, which will help for next year. So they're going to be able to make moves next year. A lot of questions going into this coming week. Uh, like I said, on the injury front, uh, we'll find out on Wednesday. 
about Patrick Mahomes. We'll find out on Wednesday about Eric Fisher, Andrew Wiley, LDT. We'll also find out defensively, is Frank Clark going to be available? Is Chris Jones going to be available? Is Alex Okafor going to be available? Is Kendall Fuller going to be available? That's a ton of injuries, and if all of those guys play against Miami, or even if you get half of them back, that adds a huge dynamic to this team that should really be able to help you uh, getting a win on Sunday against this Vikings team, who I think Kansas City can beat. They have the ability to play this Vikings team and play them tough. Uh, the real question is, is, have they learned enough to be able to stop the run against the Vikings? I think they have, uh, and in that sense, I think they'll be in good shape. That is your Chiefs news report for today. Peloton is offering a limited-time offer. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase this Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKED to get started. As a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, your favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the primary place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sport book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet what's the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, if you put in a 1000 they'll give you a 1000 That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And we have Luke Braun with us from Locked On Vikings. Luke, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. How's it going? Doing good. You ready for this game on Sunday? Yeah, I guess. I'm, uh, well, this is going to be a, a tough one. I, I mean, with or without Mahomes, I'm a little bit worried about the state of uh, Zimmer's defense right now going up against Andy Reid. Yeah, it's a it's going to be a big question mark. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, there is a lot of questions going on in Chiefs Kingdom about this upcoming game. Could be big for Kansas City, and I'm sure it's big for Minnesota. Yeah, no, it's it's a really big one, especially just where kind of both teams are at in their division, especially with the Vikings. We're trying to keep pace with the Packers, who just got the win on Sunday night against the Chiefs. So we kind of have to keep ground. Otherwise, you know, we f- will find ourselves trying to be road warriors in the playoffs, if we're in the playoffs at all. Yeah, so when you start looking at this game, uh, you have some questions about the Chiefs, and we'll get into the questions about the Vikings that I have for you here in the second in the second segment so let's go and get this started sounds good yeah so i guess the thing i mean the the first question on everybody's mind is going to be what is the the deal with uh patrick mahomes obviously you know we're recording this before we actually have any injury reports or any official information but what is kind of like your read on the whole situation you know pre uh pre official information and with what we heard you know headed into the packers game is he going to play or are you going to be dealing with matt moore I think you're going to be dealing with Matt Morgan. I think you look at what uh, the return for Patrick Mahomes could mean for this team. And the one thing that really plays into Kansas City's favor in this is they have a two-game division lead right now pretty much on the Raiders and the Chargers. And they're going up against an NFC foe. So this will not have any effect on really the AFC playoff picture. So I think 
it's possible Mahomes plays. I've heard rumors that they think that he might be available for this game. Uh, if I was a betting man right now, I would say he's probably not going to play and that they're trying to get him ready for the Tennessee game the next week. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he's like the franchise kind of rests on his shoulders, so I certainly wouldn't rush it. But maybe I'm biased. I kind of don't really want to face Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> the last time Matt Moore faced the Vikings, it didn't go so hot for us either. Um, so I guess the next question is, like, we're all pretty familiar with, I mean, the Chiefs offense is very famous for the way that it uses, you know, vertical routes and especially, you know, wheels and crossers and stuff that turn into vertical routes and, and verts from the backfield and all that. But what changes with Matt Moore? Does it become more conservative? Is, does it go to a more West Coast space? I know Andy Reid has certainly done that before when he's had quarterbacks he doesn't like. So what happens with Matt Moore? What does the offense look like and what should the Vikings be preparing for? You know, I think what you're going to be looking at is you're going to be looking at what they did against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think that you're going to see Matt Moore not really take that many shots downfield. I just don't see, and it's really also going to depend on the offensive line because last week you had Eric Fisher out, you had Andrew Wiley out, and then you lose a starting offensive lineman in LDT during the game. Question is, are any of those three going to play this week? If all three of them play, the offensive line gets a lot better. Uh, it could allow for more deep down the field throws, but I don't really think that's Matt Moore's game. And I think Andy Reid tries to go for what his players do best. So I expect it to be a quick passing attack uh, with some running. It's really interesting with the Vikings on uh, on defense. Most teams so far have kind of elected to attack the Vikings with a you know an attempt to do a quick passing strike to try to neutralize Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin. Um, and uh, for a lot of teams, it hasn't worked out very well, and it's turned into a lot of field goal drives and a lot of stalled drives and punts. So I'm curious to see if Andy Reid, who might be the best offensive line that the Vikings have to go face, you know, attacks things the same way. But uh, moving to the other side of the ball, you know, the Vikings have, uh, they have probably have Adam Thielen returning this week. So they have, you know, the two uh, star wide receivers in Thielen and Diggs, who's kind of exploding right now, and Dalvin Cook coming out of the backfield. So in terms of uh, the Chiefs in coverage, how would you match your guys up with the Vikings skill players and weapons? And also, you know, Rudolph and Irv Smith, the two tight ends. You know, I think what you're going to look at in Kansas City is they don't really move their corners all over the field. Uh, Kansas City just usually puts their corners out there and they let them play their side of the field. Uh, so I think what you're going to see is wherever those guys line up, that's who they're going to go against. If, and it may change throughout the game if, if a guy is killing you. But what you've seen from Kansas City so far this year is their secondary is actually held up pretty well. And they're without Kendall Fuller. At least they were last week. We'll see if he comes back with a broken thumb this week. Uh, you would think he kind of played with a similar injury last year, and they kind of taped it up a week after, and he was able to play. So question whether or not he's going to be available. Really, the bigger question to me when it comes to that specific matchup is, you know, are the Chiefs going to have Chris Jones and Frank Clark back? Because those two can change the passing attack that the Vikings could have if they can create pressure on Kirk Cousins. And do they rush more from the exterior or the interior? Because there is a stark difference between the pass protection and those two groups. The tackles have been fine, and the interior has had a lot of struggles throughout the year up for the Vikings. Well, I think you guys are in for a long game in that in that case then, because I think what you've seen from Kansas City over the past couple of weeks is they've been a very aggressive defense. Uh, and I think it starts with the defensive line. I think what you're seeing is, they brought in Brendan Daly from the New England Patriots. Uh, he was the defensive line coach for New England last year. He's in Kansas City this year. They are running a lot of stunts and twists, and they're blitzing the linebackers a lot at different times. So I do expect them to be aggressive. 
Uh, and it could come from all different directions. They got five sacks on Aaron Rodgers, which I was pretty happy with. Yeah, that's really nice because that offensive line is pretty highly regarded. Um, and in terms of, you know, personnel, when the Vikings, you know, the Vikings are, are very much a 12 personnel kind of team, kind of similarly to like Philadelphia and a lot of other, you know, Mike Shanahan uh, historical teams. And now we have a Shanahan disciple in Kubiak on the staff. Uh, you know, they play with two tight ends and they do a lot of rollouts and a lot of boots and stuff. So I guess my question is, when there are two tight ends on the field and 12 personnel, what do the Chiefs respond with? Because some teams use like three safeties. Some teams just have their will linebacker play the, the second tight end. Some teams have a, a nickel that maybe is like a bigger nickel or maybe they just trust their slot corner. Like I would imagine Chris Harris will. What are the Chiefs going to do? It's a great question, and I don't really have a great answer for that right now. You haven't seen a lot of teams run a lot of two tight end sets at this team. Uh, What you've seen is teams have been willing to run the ball on Kansas City and keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. I think that's that's still going to be something that could be in play if Matt Moores is the quarterback this week just because you do want to keep the ball out of Andy Reid's offense as much as possible. you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they go with more of a three safety set because, because they really like Daniel Sorensen. Uh, but it also wouldn't shock me. They've really been putting Reggie Ragland in to try to stop the run. And with the Vikings being a run first team, at least to start the season, you would think that that's the way Kansas City is going to lean to try to stop this team. Yeah, the Vikings have been getting a, a lot of loaded boxes recently, so I'd expect the Chiefs to do that. So uh, last question for me, and then we can flip this around. Uh if let's say, cause I think the, the chiefs are going to be favored in this game. I haven't actually looked at the lines yet, but uh, if the chiefs uh, blow this, let's say the Vikings are walking away with the win. What do you think the headline of that game is? You know, how are we describing this? Is it, you know, Oh, Matt Moore just can't get the job done or is there something else? Like what's the fatal flaw here that, it, you know, in a, in a hypothetical Vikings win future, we're looking back on. You know, hypothetically speaking, I think the biggest question mark for me is going to be, okay, the Vikings win this game. Do they win because Kansas City has six starters, seven starters, eight starters out uh, that aren't able to play? Are they able to uh, dress a full 46, or do they have eight that are basically injured, so you only dress 45? I don't know at this point. Kansas City, I mean, we don't know the injury report yet, so that's going to be a big factor in this game. Um, I do think that this is a game that Kansas City should be able to win, but they haven't played great at home against – most of the other teams they played, although they've been playing, you know, at this point they have played Baltimore, Indianapolis, Houston, and Green Bay, and now Minnesota at home. That is a very tough home schedule. So uh, to be one and three at this point at home is is not what you want, but it isn't too surprising to me. But it is a departure from what Arrowhead has been in the past. I will say that that is a big key, and, and that's something to look at. But Kansas City's four and zero on the road, so. You know, that's a big question mark as well. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I will start asking Luke some questions about this Minnesota team. All right. So when we start looking at this game, you look at the Vikings and they started running the ball a lot early on in the season. And that's what they were known for. And and you had uh, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen kind of upset. And it seems like that has really shifted over the past couple of weeks. Do you think that's going to continue? It's been very responsive to what the opposing defense has done. You know, in the, in the early parts of the season, when teams weren't really thinking of the Vikings as, 
the Dalvin Cook team, they were playing them a little bit more straight up and the Vikings were getting more neutral boxes and, you know, kind of advantageous boxes and Dalvin Cook was shredding them. And then uh, it started really in Chicago. They loaded the box and they shut Dalvin Cook down and the Vikings didn't really have a, a way to go because Chicago's defense is so good. Um, and other teams kind of followed that lead and they kind of had to turn to shot plays, which the Vikings call a ton of in the deep passing game. And that's when Diggs and Thielen really would start to get involved and not, and, and also Irv Smith, rookie tight end, who's kind of coming on and being a really good, you know, three solid chunk plays a game kind of player. So it really depends on what the defense does. If you load the box, they're going to do a lot of play action. They're going to do a lot of kind of now routes and swing passes and stuff to take advantage of that spacing. Um, and if they play more, you know, too high, sketch the safeties out of the box and play a little bit more straight up, then the Vikings will start to run that inside zone, outside zone, those pin poles, and, you know, try to get Dalvin Cook going. And, and I think really what they're doing is just trying to be the reactive party and let defenses, you know, declare what they think of the Vikings, and then they'll go and do the opposite. And they've won plenty of games both ways, which is why, you know, people are starting to have a lot of optimism for the 6-2 and two team. Yeah, and I have to ask the question. So they're six and two coming to Kansas City. Obviously, this is a big game for them because they're going to be trying to keep pace with Green Bay. Uh, and Green Bay is going up against the Chargers this week, which I expect them to win. Yeah. But you look at Kirk Cousins and the season he's had; it's been kind of up and down. Do you think that's more Cousins, or do you think it's he's not trusting the offensive line because it looks like he is he has been running for his life a little bit? Yeah, the line definitely has something to do with it. It kind of always has something uh, to do with it. And it would be, you know, irresponsible to just say it's like only Cousins. But I do think that it is majority Cousins with the offensive line definitely playing its role. Um, and, and I think that, you know, that sword kind of cuts both ways. I think that the two losses on the season and the early game or the early season struggles were definitely on him in those two losses. The other two, uh, the first two wins against the Falcons and Raiders were just the run game kind of took over and Kirk wasn't really asked to do a lot. But in this last four-game stretch, he's been outstanding. And he's, like, truly, you know, put together some of the things that I had never seen him put together in his career. Some of the pocket presence issues that I had logged with him. Some of the, you know, deep vision issues that he had been having earlier in the season. Um, it's, he seems to be playing with a different mindset. And, you know, Kirk Cousins has always been kind of a streaky quarterback. You know, he, was, he would always be the kind of guy that would put together three amazing games and then three horrible games and then four amazing games and then three more horrible games. So, you know, we don't really know when we're going to go from good Kirk to bad Kirk, but right now we're on a, a really big good Kirk high, and it's just going to be a matter of, you know, which defense gets to pick him off a couple times and get him rattled, and then, you know, he returns to check down on third and eight Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and that's going to be a big question mark. You look at what this game, at what this is going to mean for both teams, and we kind of already discussed how, you know, the Vikings are sitting there with the Packers right there and being in first place when you look at this game and when you look at minnesota coming to kansas city arrowhead has usually been a pretty good place for opposing teams to not have good games uh do you expect that the crowd noise is going to phase this team because i do expect the crowd to be in it on sunday especially if patrick mahomes does return yeah, so there's one thing about crowd noise that you're going to be good for in this game. I, I would bet my mortgage on it, and it's Everson Griffin getting at least one offsides penalty on a big third down or something when the crowd's going wild. He tries to time snap counts all the time, and it's worth it because it leads to a whole bunch of pressures and sacks when he guesses right. But at least once per game, he guesses one too early, and he ends up getting uh, getting a like a critical offsides penalty. 
Um, and the Vikings do rely a lot on communication, but a lot of their communication is nonverbal. So hopefully they'll be able to communicate through crowd noise. Uh, they're, I think, 2-2 two and two on the road. Yeah, they're 2-2 two and two on the road right now, uh, beating, what, the Giants and Lions, so a divisional road game at least. So, I mean, we'll see. This is kind of a big test in, in that regard. The two teams, the, the two best road teams they've played, they've lost to. So we kind of have to see here. So when you look at this game and you look at what the Chiefs offense could be if they have Patrick Mahomes, it's a completely different story if they have Matt Moore. How do you think the defense stacks up? Let's just be under the assumption right now that somehow Mahomes is able to play and he's able to be 95% of what he normally is. Maybe he can't run in, in around the pocket as much as he normally does, but he's still able to throw because I think that's not going to be something that's going to be hampered by his injury. How do you think the, the Vikings are going to be defending him? So with mobile quarterbacks like Mahomes or, you know, like defending Rodgers or when we were game planning for Trubisky, um, the, the Vikings have kind of historically had an issue with keeping contained because both Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin are particularly aggressive defensive ends. And sometimes they get a little bit overzealous and they lose contain. So it kind of becomes a matter of like, you can't really have them pass rush and also stay in a good lane. You kind of have to tell them either pin your ears back and go or kind of let up and try to let the interior get pressure. But I don't know how the, the Chiefs' interior offensive line looks, but the Vikings have had a really big issue this year getting pressure up the interior. And that means that, you know, Mahomes or Moore would be able to kind of sit back in the pocket if it's somebody that threatens you enough to cause, you know, the defensive ends to kind of hold up. Um, but on the other side of, of things, the coverage side of things, you know, Xavier, Xavier Rhodes has been having an up-and-down season. He's coming off of a really bad game against... Uh, Washington, the Thursday night thing where Terry McLaurin kind of got the better of him on a bunch of hitch routes. Um, that might have been more scheme than actual play, but people are really worried about him lining up against like Tyreek Hill and getting burned deep. Uh, he's been playing a very conservative game, playing a lot of off coverage and like committing to not getting burned deep. So, you know, a, a good route runner like Hill or shoot, I mean, even like somebody like Nico Hardman that can just threaten with speed and then turn around and catch a hitch or catch a comeback um, might cause a lot of problems for the Vikings defense here. And this is the kind of thing that the Vikings have to kind of be going back to the drawing board and fixing. And it'll be really interesting to see what they come up with. Cause that was really exposed on Thursday night by a not very good Washington. team. Well, and I'm glad you bring up Tyreek Hill. And that is going to lead me to my last question. This chief's offense is finally starting to get healthy. Assuming Mahomes plays or even if he doesn't, you have Matt Moore in there and he was able to move the ball around between Sammy Watkins, McCall Hardman, Tyreek Hill, and not to mention Travis Kelsey. How does that Vikings defense stack up against those types of weapons? Even de- And it's not really dependent on who the quarterback is because all four of those guys can be used in different ways by either re- or either, sorry, either Moore or Mahomes. Yeah, so I, I think it's really important to see how Trey Waynes is used because he's kind of the speed counter. Like, I would put him against Michael Hardman, although I kind of want to put him against Tyreek Hill, who's plenty of a speedster himself, right? Uh, so that, that much speed might cause a little bit of, of a problem. What I imagine, the Vikings play a whole bunch of quarters, right? They actually play a, a scheme that's really similar to and kind of stolen from Michigan State, uh, this, like, quarters match zone kind of deal. So you end up with a lot of man-to-man matchups, uh, and if Reed is smart enough and he can go watch what, you know, Sean McVay did last year or what Doug Peterson did a couple of years ago, um, and, and you can kind of see that the best offensive minds 
have found ways to get favorable mismatches against, you know, get Tyreek Hill lined up on Anthony Barr. I think you might be able to figure that out if you can, you know, draw up an interesting enough play and, you know, get Mikkel Hardman lined up on a, on a slot corner. You might be able to get him to, to you know, burn him. Line, him. line him up on Harrison Smith, who is plenty fast. He's a safety, but he's not going to keep up with Hardman, you know? Right. So if right. I were Andy Reid, that's what I would do against the Vikings. But, you know, the, the Vikings might come out with something a little different than anything we've seen because they were exposed a little bit on prime time, and they might have to go to the drawing board and make some tweaks to something that we've never seen before. All right, so let's get down to brass tacks. How are you feeling about this game? Are you thinking that Minnesota's going to come into Arrowhead and win? I don't think I can in good faith say that the Vikings are, as much as I want to be a homer about this, I can't say <laughs> that the Vikings are going to go into Arrowhead and go be, you know, this dynamic Chiefs team. I, they've won track meets before. They won a track meet against the Lions. You know, that was like 42 to 30, and this one might end up being that kind of track meet. The Vikings defense is in a really weird spot right now, but the the offense is really hot. And so if they're, you know, if, if the back end of Kansas City holds up, like you said they will, then it might be a long day for the Vikings. I don't think they're going to get blown out or anything, but I do think this is going to be a really, really tough one to go into Arrowhead and come away with a win. So if I were a betting man, I, I wouldn't put my mind. Well, there you go. And I'm also going to be picking Kansas City, I think, this week. Uh, Obviously, we're going to find out whether or not Patrick Mahomes plays. That will be a big factor into how this game ends up. Uh, And thank you very much, Luke. We really appreciate you having you on. Uh, Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, of course. You can find me on Twitter at LukeBronNFL. Of course, you can find this show on Twitter at LockedOnVikings. All right, Luke, thanks again, and you have a good one. And uh, I would wish you good luck, but uh, I really don't mean it this week. So, uh Nice talking to you, though. But, uh, yeah, good luck when you play the Bears, though. We need that one. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. We're going to need it. And we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnChiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube. Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com. And all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening. 